0: To another episode of Lather Talk. I'm John, and here with me is my co-host Gerard.
1: Hey, what's up, everyone?
0: And uh, we just want to first off uh, say hello, uh, because I know at this point in time of recording that we'll have an audio version only of the podcast. Prior uh, episodes were on YouTube, so for anyone who has found us, you know, through Stitcher, um, hopefully through iTunes or, or your you know favorite podcast service, we want to welcome you and thank you so much for checking us out. So uh, today's topic of conversation, uh, we'd like to talk to you about limited editions, uh, kind of the uptick that we've seen uh, this past year and definitely in the last few months, and also how does that affect, uh, you know, buying patterns and even just the perception, you know, of, of various companies uh, and artisans. So, Jared, uh, uh, we talked about this a little bit offline before, but I was wondering if you want to uh, kick us off on that.
1: Uh, sure. So, um, like many people know, um, artisans uh, definitely, within the past six months, have been um, releasing just special limited edition releases. If they're not small batch ready, these are Um, incredibly small batch probably less than you know 100 150 sets maybe if that and um, you know part of it is to obviously you know be able to sell but also generate hype uh, for their particular brand and it just seems you know um, by the time I believe this comes out it's going to be New Year's Eve but like between even just Black Friday or maybe just like in the fall in general, um, everyone, almost everyone's had uh, some sort of special release and it's been generally overwhelming. Um, you know, what were your general thoughts on that? Uh, you know, when you thought about, you know, the topic, like any ones in particular, you know, come into play for you?
0: Sure. Uh, I guess I want to better define what we're talking about, limited editions. So, okay. um, you know, uh the various categories I thought of. First is seasonal. So uh, when you have kind of uh, artisans that have been in the game for a while, like Barrister and Man, um, even kind of um, house brands like uh, West Coast Shaving, Maggard Razors, uh, all times you'll see seasonal. So in the fall, winter, spring, summer, you find appropriate scents for that. So that's not quite what we're talking about, but they certainly there's overlap there. Uh, mm-hmm. And then there's limited edition slash collaborations as well as what I thought of and I should really like that uh you know just person you know West shaving enthusiasts you know um in the community are partnering with uh soap makers other artisans and even brush makers kind of like and almost like a trifecta sometimes um I did think of like Strike Old Shave, has par- uh, Frank over there has partnered with a bunch of folks to come out with uh, some, some cool collaborations, the editions uh, Neil over at uh, Heritage, Heritage uh, Collection Shaving, and they've definitely been a lot more rampant. And, you know, sometimes there's a special like uh, charity or organization that is raising awareness and aware- uh, raising funds for. That's, that's also something that I've seen actually a lot more happen this year. And my question, I guess, around it is: Is there a point where the consumer could get burned out, especially those who are in the thick of it, trying to pick up their favorite scents or pick up their um, favorite, you know, artisan releases, or just to help support great causes? All those things, you know, it's it's a hit to the wallet, and that's in addition to seasonals or even just the regular rotation of. Uh, uh, of new releases. Right. So, uh, I I'm just wondering, is that model sustainable? So like at, at the pace that it's going right now, and given that it's a pretty, you know, pretty niche, pretty small, um, overall small kind of market share, uh, might this be a bubble that bursts? Um,
1: yes, uh, (laughs) probably, probably. Um, I think that, you know, when you talk about that, uh, just people trying to keep up. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, a lot of us are familiar with the term of FOMO, uh, the fear of missing out. Right. And so, um, I just pulled it up right now. So I'm just going to kind of read it. Sure. Uh, a general definition. So the FOMO or the fear of missing out refers to the feeling or perception that others are having more fun, living better lives or experiencing better things than you are. It involves a deep sense of envy and it affects self-esteem. It is often exacerbated by social media posts uh, and websites like Instagram and Facebook. It can apply to anything, from just a party on a Friday night, uh, to a promotion at work, uh, but it usually or almost always involves a sense of helplessness that you are missing out on something big, right? And and, um, I I think in uh, the wet shaving community, um, for those of us um, who are connected, uh, whether it's on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Reddit, um, the various uh, forums out there and message boards, um, yeah, there's, a, there's definitely a general excitement when it comes to specific releases, seasonals, um, Black Friday releases, limited edition releases, um collaborations you know one-offs and things like that and um a lot of times you know you definitely uh like i can speak for myself you know um you know i want to go out and and support uh artisans out there um you know uh one because i enjoy their products already i already know that they're that they're worthwhile uh purchases uh but at the same time um I feel like if I don't get it, then I'm almost letting them down uh, in, in a sense. Um, and uh, I think, you know, like we have, I don't want to say just favorites in general, but we have, you know, a lot of us will have artisans that we prefer. Um, a lot of these artisans make themselves incredibly accessible, uh, whether it's just through um, like, you know, private message or if they're commenting or liking your own posts and things like that, um, kind of giving you uh, recognition and, and whatnot. And, you know, the community itself, you know, as niche, as a hobby as it is, um, I, you know, I can't say that, it, you know, um, it's difficult for an artisan to do that. I mean, you know, if they're... I don't think it's not like there's like tens of thousands of followers and an artisan is uh, communicating with each one of them on the regular um, it's still quite small and so when you find someone um, or a certain a number of people um, that you want to help support, then that that burnout can happen uh, first to your wallet then of course like you know for you in kind of your emotional state as well. So, yeah, um, yeah. Go ahead.
0: No, you just gotta be thinking too about um, another, it kind of runs parallel to the, the limited editions, right? And that is kind of small smaller artisans that just because it's a side hustle, it's a hobby on, you know, and they just wanna put something into the community. Um, artisans like Talbot Shaving, like Mammoth Soaps, excellent products that um, by nature, right, are these smaller batches, because hey, they, they have a, a, a main job uh, or, and, and they just want to have, I don't know for those two guys in particular, uh, work-life balance, time for their families, right? They're, they're looking at the whole picture, which I mean, I, I definitely appreciate and understand. Um, I should, something cool about Talbot Shaving is in their their most recent release, it was, I believe uh, what Chad, the artist behind it said, it's a run of 300, which is the largest run yet. And it was on uh, uh, West Coast Shavings website for days after the release when a typical sale, it's, it's gone in like 10, 15 minutes, right? Um, mm-hmm. Even Mammoth's uh, last release, uh, Kryptonite, was gone, I think within like five, six minutes. And that's Soap's aftershave's. You know, in a blink of an eye, you better be hitting F5 on your keyboard or refresh on your phone to uh, to get it. You know, like at the point of launch. So those exist, right? And, and there's other th- other artists I'm not throwing shade to, but by not by not listing them, since I've talked to those two guys and kind of know a little bit about how dynamics have worked for them, I feel comfortable mentioning that. But so that's you know, in addition to uh, like you mentioned, maybe like holiday specific ones, right? Yeah, I could I could see where if someone misses like release after release, right? Because they're small numbers and they're just not quick enough on the trigger or whatever, that could really sour. So, like I guess they could sour on a particular uh, a brand or or artisan when they've missed out. And I've seen it happen. I've seen people get real, real salty uh, when they haven't been able to get uh, some of those you know, some releases in the past. And uh, I don't know. I, I would just hate to see um what normally would be kind of cool collaborations to, uh really you know kind of see the uglier
1: side of things yeah i'm i mean i think the the one that stands out to me um would be mammoth um and i i know that a lot of times yeah you know, like when when something just sells out in in 5 minutes you know like that's That's so quick, you know, like to say if it was, I think it was like an eight o'clock West time, like 11 o'clock Eastern, I think Mm. when uh, um, his last release Kryptonite came out, to know that you're going to clock in at 1105 and it's gone. You know, it's not, and it's not only gone, uh, like it doesn't even show up on the website, it's sold out. It's just not there anymore. Like it's, it's already been, it's already like out of there. And so you're asking yourself, oh, well this, you know, was this, did I miss it? And then, you know, like, who, who am I to blame or, or things like that? And I, th- I think a lot of people absolutely need to understand um, that, yeah, just certain companies are not just small batch, just incredibly small batch. You know, and, and you're right, like, you know, a lot of people think, oh, you know, like, oh, you just don't want our business or you could make more if you just like make more like that's not, that's not how it works. This is what I have. This is what I'm able to make. And I'm going to make as much as I can. And that's it, you know, like for, for this specific release. Um, so. Um, which is almost, you know, anti what we're used to. We're used to just having a plentiful supply of whatever we want, whenever we want. We want selection. We want you know to be able to, to snag it any time of day, not in a window of five minutes or whatever whatever it may be. Right, right. Um, you know. Um, and so, you you mentioned just how like how ang- like angry like people are legitimately angry, and you know like when this happens or or when they miss out. And yeah, they will take it out on, um, on the seller. You know, uh, they'll take it out on the artisan. They'll take it out on anywhere. You know, and things like that. They don't want to get it secondhand. You know, from 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 a reseller. They don't want to get it used. Maybe a person like used it once, never didn't like, didn't like it. You know, they like, they, and I don't know. What do you do about that? What what would you? Is it just a matter of like kind of informing the? um the consumer out there that this hobby, this and, and and I guess from a business standpoint, um wet shaving artisans um have almost like a d- different set of criteria depending on like the release you know that uh, of what they have. Um you'd mentioned barrister and man like barrister and man has their like core foundational lineup of, of soaps that they continually produce, you know, basically year round. And yeah, like basically every season they have like, you know, two or three scents that they'll come out with or, um, that are extremely limited and and they try to have them as plentiful as possible. But, but still, um, if you miss out during that season, there's a chance you may never get it again, or at the very least you might have to wait a year or two. So, um, and I think that's part of it i think I think if people know that from the beginning um, one they'll be ready um you know uh, shout out to Ben, you know that means instead of five minutes it'll sell out in two you know <laughs> and, and, and whatnot. um but I think that's the you know the best that uh people can can hope because i mean it especially when an artist is just saying. Yeah, most of the time, now I'm not. I I can't release 500. I can't release a thousand. I'm a one-man operation, literally. You know, I I do what I can. I send it out when I can, and that's it. And and um, I think that's I think that's completely understandable. Uh, you know, for for most of us, like if I missed out on something, then it's on me. You know, and and it's not like these artisans are are hiding that. You know, they said. 11 o'clock it will be you know it'll be live or whatever They'll, when they give you a time of the drop they know it's going down they know people will be ready and they know that it'll literally be minutes before it's all gone so i can't even blame the artisans in, in a lot of cases for that because they're, they're doing what they can to um to tell all the consumers like just be ready for this yeah
0: i, I think you know one thing i thought of uh... While, while you were speaking was perhaps the newer shaver or maybe someone who's not as plugged in, uh, whether it be on Facebook, Reddit, shaving forums, whatnot. And let's say they just, you know, they, f- from a random post or a search, or something brings them to, to learn about a Talbot or a Mammoth or something like that. And they literally go in blind, not knowing, you know, like, oh, this is not like some other larger brands, like, yeah, like like being a, a barrister and man and whatnot, where for that season, right? That sense can be continually made until the next until that's done, and the next season everything shifts. Um, it's kind of I can see some being really soured um, to kind of these the small just call them small batch releases mm-hmm.
1: um, or quick strike. I think that's a, it's a shoot term. Quick strike oh, release. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Oh, I've not I've not heard that term before. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, so, so so my heart goes out to folks like that who's like, oh, this sounds really cool or these scents sound, you know, like either unique or uh, something I'd like to check out. And obviously, you know, the, the probability of, of scoring one without any knowledge of like, Get, you know, setting a, a reminder to calendar, getting your browser window open or get, having yourself logged in. Those are all tips, by the way, <laughs> having your payment information ready,
1: et,
0: et, et cetera.
1: Um, Make the account, have it saved. Yeah. It's, so it's like click, 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 boom. Get in you your know? cart, get out, celebrate online. <laughs> if, if PayPal is there, you know, if it's on yep. a quick buy with PayPal, like, you know, do it.
0: Right, and then your information will be protected because we definitely, you know, want everyone to make secure purchases online uh, in this day and age. But yeah, so uh, folks like that, and and hopefully, uh, you know, if it's a newer wedge or or, or a new brand to them, hopefully they're understanding. But yeah, I mean, unfortunately, I've heard of just, yeah, people taking it out on the artists themselves. And I mean, that's just, I don't know. It's just immature behavior and not really warranted for some soap. I mean, I, I guess I appreciate the enthusiasm, but that's kind of the darker side of, of being really, being a hobbyist, being a collector. It, you know, there's definitely um, soap collectors. Uh.
1: Well, I mean, okay, so, you know, we talk about the holidays, uh, we're kind of wrapping them up, you know, as, as we're recording this. And like, what would you hear mm-hmm. like uh, stuff in, in, in the news, like on Black Friday, you know, when they opened those doors, you know, like it, we're getting trampled People died, you know, like like yeah, in places yeah. for Black Friday for what a television that was fifty percent off uh, for you know some like other object, you know that that's just totally ridiculous. And you know you don't see people you know yelling at any of like the TV manufacturers for that or or, or talking like about that. Um, but there's the, almost like this this uh, rabid fanaticism. Uh, when it comes to products. And especially if it's known that it's going to be a very, very limited release mm-hmm. um, people, you know, you don't, you know, if, if there's only a hundred sets out, you do not want to be one one That's a terrible feeling to be one one that you, that you missed out. I think the reality is that most of us, you know, are behind computer screens are behind, you know, cell phone or smartphones and, and social media makes it so easy for us to just vent and rant um, like in a comment on a post what, whatever maybe without thinking of the consequences uh, of that you know like how it makes us look um, without thinking about you know the circumstances for the artists and themselves I, I think if we just you know were a little bit more understanding um, and compassionate in terms of like you know how this um how this hobby is and how these artisans like interact i th- i think we would probably be in a better place now that's i think almost wishful thinking uh i you know there's always going to be someone new there, there are people you know uh, uh more people coming into the hobby every day so you know if someone else figures it out you're you're explaining the same thing you know like the next day uh to someone um
0: That's shopify.com slash special offer. I'm curious. uh, I I think you picked up uh, one of the ones um, in in question. Did you pick up a a set of nostalgia? I did. And that's from, uh, remind me, uh, who who worked on that collaboration?
1: So that's collaboration between uh, Strike Gold Shave. Um, The design was by Chicano Designs. Um, And then, it was released uh, with Heritage Collection Shaving with a special, a um, it's a, a replica of a classic Merit um, shaving brush. And so I believe out of the actual brushes, there were only 20 of them made um, in that colorway in particular, the turquoise colorway. Um, and so, yeah, um, I initially... I want to say it was released. Um, I think it was released the week before Black Friday. Yeah, and then um, they uh, they had this. They had a full set. Um, I don't remember the pricing exactly, but it was around. I want to say like one hundred fifty dollars, something like that. Um, soap aftershave limited edition brush uh, with a, a really nice, high quality uh, gel tip badger not. And um, they had a couple of them left, so they decided to break, split, split the uh, split the sets. So when that happened, I was able to pick up um, a soap and a splash.
0: Okay, so, so you didn't go for the original, like uh, the set of three, uh, the, the set the, with the, the, the brush. Full full set. No, I right.
1: did not. Um, and and here's the thing it's a little bit of both and and so like we can talk about that because mm. it's um they just recently launched um another collaboration uh with sarasota wet shaver um again designed by chicano design special limited edition brush shrek safe shave did the soap and splash and then they also had peacemakers pomade do a matching um matching pomade for their uh lava fauna Mm-hmm. uh, which is based upon the popular and very, very expensive, uh, Zerzoff, Naxos, 1861. Mm-hmm. And, um, but with that one, they did release, you're able to, um, to buy everything individually if you so chose to. Um, yeah, but- I, re-
0: I remember seeing. sorry, I remember seeing that. And, um, I guess that's of the reason why I brought it up where, uh, I think very wisely, right? Based on one release, and these were only a few weeks apart. Because Libafana, at the time of this recording, was just re- released a few days ago. Yeah,
1: within maybe three weeks to a month.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think if if, if it felt like under, you know, way under a month. But um, where they learned, you know, oh, the, everything was bundled. And I mean, granted, like the packaging was very nice. Like a lot of thought was put in um, the whole package. But I think with folks, either. Maybe, maybe saving funds for Black Friday or just funds are low because, uh, you know, of v- v- various holidays <laughs> that require us to give gifts to one another um, or gifts to ourselves, whatever, you know, whatever, no, no judgment there. <laughs> but um, maybe With the Love, Love of Fana, uh release, everything was available a la carte. And I think there's probably still like a small number of sets where probably, um right like uh, the, maybe it's a I, I, it deluxe package right where yeah. you get everything
1: yeah i think they, they do have a couple of those left um i know that bundle uh the the soap and aftershave the the first batch already sold out so they're, they're yeah. doing another they're doing another batch of that um but yeah i mean it's good if, if you know if you can sell it you can sell it you know mm-hmm. uh, i'm not gonna um knock uh an artisan for um, you know, wanting this, and, and it's really like, like you know, like you had mentioned, it's a really nice package. You know, it it comes in a, um, a musical, uh, a box with some music. It has, you know, it's very, very well put together. You're mm-hmm. not just going to get it in a priority mail, you know, box with some uh, styrofoam peanuts, you know, right. it, it's, it is very, very presentable, um, beautiful gift set. And um, yeah, I, I do think that, you um, you know, and I I might say this like a million times, like throughout this podcast about thinking with our wallets first. Yeah. Um, You know, um, it's just hard to, to just drop like $150 or $185. I I don't know. You know, we've talked about like pricing and things like that um, on something in uh, like around the holidays, especially when we're trying, you know, a lot of people are trying to buy uh, presents for others and things like that. Um, You know, uh, maybe like in the future uh, or something like that. Um, and again, I'm just kind of like thinking this up, you know, uh, like like maybe in April or May, like you know, with your like you get, you you get your tax return mm. and you know, like like a t- you know something something <laughs> on that. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it, it's it's just a thought. Um, but uh, the other like difficult aspect about this is that a lot of the artisans are not in discussion with each other, you know, they're their own individual thing. Sure. So when you have like five, six, seven, a a dozen or more artisans, all dropping stuff within the same month, you know, it's crazy. It's so crazy, you know, and, and, um, it's almost one of those cases where ignorance is, is truly bliss. If you just step away from, you know, like social media, because you don't want to, you know, feel like you're missing out or you don't want to feel like you can't, you know, support all of them, you know, if if you are so in line to.
0: I think that's a really good point. Yeah, it's not like everyone's in cahoots with one another and sometimes you see overlap, right? Uh, I, I know in the past there's been like, oh... Two artisans might decide to do the same scent dupe or something like that. Like that happened with uh, uh, Sterling and Noble Otter, mm-hmm. yep. um, and both naming a a spice bomb clone called Kaboom, mm-hmm. uh, and that that was probably like the best worked out um, little like mix up because I think Sterling came out with that after Noble Otter did, and it just and then. And once learning about Noble Otter's release, I was able to, I forgot, set up some sort of donation. Do you remember seeing that happen? I think that was like last year.
1: Yeah, it was last year. I don't exactly remember, but, um, yeah, my memory is a little fuzzy, but either way they worked
0: out really well. There was no bickering or anything like that. Very, very gentlemanly, if you will.
1: Um, but, uh, but end. that was also more of a, a real coincidence. Like, like because oh, yeah. they yeah, don't yeah. they don't contact they don't they don't, you know. Um yeah, it's not like there's a an organization of shaving artisans to say, <laughs> hey, okay, we're you know the guilds who's, who's who, yeah, the 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 are the, the you know, <laughs> there's probably a soap maker named like the guild, you know, like shaving guild or something like Pro- that. Probably. No no uh uh you know, no no hater or anything like that. But yeah, it's not like they're saying, "Okay, February, uh, yeah. you know, you have we have such and such such and such, you know, like A, B, C and D having releases." Uh, you know, oh, it it's almost like movie theaters, like like movies in the film mm-hmm. industry, right? Yeah, yeah. Where you you know, like you'll have places that where you don't have like two major blockbusters open in the same weekend. You know, like a place will just say, "Oh, no, we're not going to we're not going to deal with that. We'll go the week after or, you know, the week before or something like that." Um, and I mean, it would probably be nice for, uh, for artisans to know, um, and things like that, but it's still, I think it's such a, an, um, such a niche hobby that, um, it would be kind of difficult, you know, and, and, and also the other thing is I wouldn't expect an artisan to wait two, three weeks, you know, for a release if people are really like clamoring for it, but that's just me.
0: That's true. I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised though in the coming year or in next year or two where you might change a release date, right? If you find out kind of a, a large, there's a large release or from, from a more established artisan coming out, like you don't really want to um, cannibalize sales or, or least like lose sales to to something else like that. I just I just saw the example where, you know, um, for summer blockbusters or like for um, Marvel movies, right? Other movies will move will schedule around because no one wants to um, go go head to head with like a major major Marvel release or like Star Wars release or whatever. And granted, that's different because there's box office sales and you know the way that influences stuff. There's no such <laughs> there's no similar equivalent, you know, for for uh, soap. But uh, you know, just as far as like having eyes on it, the the marketing of it, right? Even. Uh, when we talk about social media, like most of these, since they're small operations, right? Most artisans are accessible. And if you have questions, if you want to talk to them, are easily accessible through your favorite, um, you know, social media channel. Um, given that I, I, can, I can see just if you're going to spend this time, right? Because they're taking chunks of their time out of whatever they make, setting that aside and try to get eyes, just raise awareness. And they you know, totally should. But then if all that effort is going to get eaten up, right, by some some other, I, I don't know, I don't have an example, but you find out something else that might just overshadow it. it, it I can see it at some point, you, you just shift it over a week or make it a week earlier um, because all these folks are buying, you know, with soap, right, they're buying all the ingredients. It's made. It's been curing for a time to be ready for a certain date. So mm-hmm. I know sometimes... Make, like making a release earlier might not be possible, but pushing it back a week or two. I don't know, we, we might get to that point.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, it might take some time too, but it would be
1: interesting. Yeah, it, it, I'm, I'm sure it would be nice. Um, and, and that's a thing. I don't think um, as a consumer first, I don't like the idea of artisans having to compete with each other, compete with each other on release dates you know, um like if if let's say three artisans separately want to release something that I want to buy, I'm just like, okay, so that's gonna probably be like a hundred, a hundred and fifty dollars if I'm gonna go for the sets, you know, which I usually lean on doing. Um and 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 I'm personally trying to, you know, like do that less, uh, but still, you know, I can't say it's not always tempting uh, when available. Um But for example, like if one said, okay, I'm going to release it the first week. And then the the next artist said, okay, I'm going to release it uh, a week later. And then the third one said, I'll release it a week later. You know, it, and and this might just be psychological where it doesn't feel bad. If I'm dropping like 30, $40, three separate times, than dropping $120 at once, you know, um, and especially if it's a super limited thing where I'm competing with other consumers, uh, you know, for, the, for that time, you know, uh, it, it, it really does depend.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, like you said, the effects that the, these purchase ha- purchases have on our wallets, right? Um, I think, we haven't said this explicitly before, but just wanna put it out there, and I think you'd agree, Gerard, that um, for any hobby, Including this one, please, folks, be spending within your means. Do not be racking up credit card debt because you want to get the latest and greatest soap brush. It's it's not worth it. Um, Spend within your means. You know if you have, yeah, you know whether you budget it out or just it's you know make sure you take care of your bills and stuff first we 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 definitely you know on lather talk promote responsible uh, responsible spending and it's not worth it just to kind of flex you know what you got um even well, to your to your friends to social media
1: i also want to uh support uh, res- uh responsible selling and offloading if you need to you know um for sure because uh there's definitely a tendency for us to want to like just hoard products, products that we you know like we haven't touched in in one month, three months, six months, a year. You know? and oh, <laughs> I, I know we're both guilty of it. You know, like we're, we're both totally like terrible. Yeah. And and I think a lot of our you know our listeners and viewers like who see this are just gonna are just gonna say you know just kind of maybe like oh man that that is me, um, but um, yeah I, I think that part of the, the hobby is not trying to attach ourselves so much to it. You know, what, what happens if you, you know, sell something that you haven't used in six months, are you really going to miss it? You know? Yeah, like, totally. It's, it's not, you know, if, if it was something with more sentimental like how much sentimental sentimental attachment can you have, um, to a, a soap or a, or a splash or, or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, you, you can't have it. You, maybe one or two items, maybe one or two special occasion items. Um, you know, that can be the case, but not everything, not everything, not everything that you have, you know, it's silly.
0: Yes, it definitely. Responsible so, buying, oh, sorry, go ahead.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like we're we're kind of, not necessarily talking in circles, but, you know, this whole idea of, you know, What would you tell a consumer, uh, you know, someone listening, you know, in terms of this, like, what can, what can they do to, um, you know, avoid like such things?
0: You mean as far as like overspending, spending outside
1: your means? Sure. You know, whether it's that, whether, um, you know, whether it's just, you know, venting and raging on the, on the internet, like, like so many people love to do. Well,
0: mm, I, I, those are two, right, two very different responses. As far as um, to circle back to the venting and raging, I mean, it comes back to a, sen- a sense of entitlement, right? And I don't know what the story, you know, sometimes folks are just having a bad day and after some, you know, time to cool off, you know, cooler heads will prevail and they'll move on. Other times the entitlement is like someone who's used to getting their way um, maybe in a scenario where they, if you throw enough money at something, you get what you want. That's a little harder. That's a, you know, it's a learned behavior. Uh, I don't know if there's anything I can say is, you know, it, it, especially in, in this day's, day and age of everything being on demand at a click at your door within a day. Right. If you order online, um, it, it's hard, it's hard to curb that, but uh um, I mean, I I just encourage folks to have patience. Things happen.
1: Um, Take a chill pill. (laughs) Take a chill pill. (laughs) Take a chill pill. It's just soap,
0: (laughs) you know? And I think it's just two sides of the same coin where like you and me might be really excited that something's coming out. If we snag it, really excited to use it. Mail delays happen though, right? And just accidents happen, sometimes storms and other weather-related issues can cause delays, right? I've seen people get really bent out of shape, myself included. It's like, oh, this should have been here two weeks ago. What the hey? You know, we all all falter, but um, taking a step back, you know, looking at the bigger picture, focus on something else. If you have another
1: hobby, you know, go play that video game you love (laughs) or something.
0: Um, It's
1: okay, you can rage on there too. You know, it, yeah, that's
0: fine. That might not be the best example as far as cooler heads, <laughs> you know,
1: uh, and it, it, it's not even just, um, it, it's expected that you would rage, you know, like on there too. So, you know, it's not, it's not assumed it's expected.
0: <laughs> yeah. Do, do you have, uh, is there a tip um, or advice that you share, I guess, for someone who might be trying to, you know, uh, get that rage under control? Uh, uh,
1: yeah. Um, you know, uh, Stuff like deep breathing exercises, you know, <laughs> uh, like find an outlet, you know, like that's not, it's not healthy for people. I'm sure it's not good for their blood pressure. It's not good. You know, stress is not good for your blood pressure. It's not good for your mental, like state of mind uh, or anything like that. And uh, there's a lot other things that you can, um, you know, uh, overreact about other than shaving products. Uh, it's, it's almost silly to think about. So, um, but yeah, I, I would just, like I said uh, you know just to reiterate what I said before yeah. um, just just understand that, like how this hobby is you know get yourself to understand the more you know the better decision you can make and when, when these products are released you'll be ready um, and just understand that if you miss out on it you missed out on it you know like, like that's it like you'll I'm sure that people will be you know um, and here's the thing about this hobby. Right. And we kind of talked about shoes, you know, briefly in terms of a quick stripe. And uh, but in in this shaving hobby, let's say a lot of people will order a set of something. okay? they'll get it in. They'll smell the soap and realize that they don't like it, you know, or or it's not it's not for them. And what do they do? They'll put it up usually at around the same price that they they that they got it for, you know, with ship, you know, plus shipping. Right. And it's not like, and don't get me wrong. There are many places that'll, that'll up, up costs and try to like turn a profit, you know, they'll be like, Oh, a hundred dollars or, you know, or something like that, you know, screw those people. Um, but I feel like the community is generally pretty good in, in calling those people out, you know, from the get go. So if you miss out on it, like, just kind of look, you know, look on there. There's BSTs on Facebook, BSTs on message boards, you know, Shave Bazaar on Reddit. There's many places where you can, you know, if you did miss out, you can still grab it. It's, you know, all is not lost. Right. And, um, and and I think that's the other part of being with the community, you know, like usually you can reach out to someone that says, Hey, do you know anyone that got this Um, or they'd be willing, you know, to sell it. Um, And, the, the community is really like helpful like in that and pointing you to someone that's more than willing to, to do so because it happens all the time a lot of people you know will buy something and um, it's not buyer's remorse in the sense but it's just like it's not the, what they were expecting it's not the, what they were looking for so it's not a big deal for them to just send it out you know it's almost a part of the hobby itself at this point <laughs> that's right? very true. As, no. as, as opposed to uh, other things um, and, and so, and I think the community itself um, kind of dictates like what what you can do about it, you know. Um, if it's another hobby, if it's like, you know, like card collecting, if it's, you know, cars, if it's what, what whatever it is, if it's yeah. uh, um, any sort of collectible or, or something like that. Yeah, like the community <clears throat> around will be very, very, Active in in trying to like help you out, and I do think the same goes for wet shaving. All is not lost if you, if you miss out on something. You know that that feeling that you that you missed out on it, it doesn't have to be the case.
0: I think that's some great advice. Um, so I thank you for sharing that. I think uh, as we're kind of uh, winding things down, I did want to address because uh, this episode is dropping uh, New Year's Eve. Uh, we've been doing Lather Talk just a few episodes now, um, and I won't give you a chance to, Gerard, after I say my piece. But mm-hmm. I just want to say for everyone who has checked it, checked us out on YouTube, who are checking us out uh, in podcast form, I just want to thank you. Uh, I've just been pleasantly surprised with the amount, uh, the, with the warm reception, but also with the amount of community engagement. Uh, I think, you know, Ger- Gerard and I are really just... Uh, in part during this podcast because these are conversations that we're having off you know um, offline and just thought hey, it should be there are probably other people who uh, who want to um, kind of hear other opinions share their own so really with any of these episodes we want to encourage you guys to do so so you know if you're on YouTube um, we're we're very engaged in the comments sections and uh, I think at this point in time if, if you want to send an email uh, I can of share your two uh, two cents, or have other topics um, other uh, specific products you might want us to talk about uh, for now, you can send those emails uh, to me at latherhog at gmail dot com uh, I think eventually i 'm going to have to set up an actual email for this podcast so that we both can check uh, but for now, send it to latherhog at gmail dot com we're we're kind of doing this a little bit piecemeal, but it 's just been um, it 's been a lot of fun. I really enjoy our conversations um, and one thing to look forward to uh, in, in the coming year is uh, we were, uh, you know, very happy to have our friend Ross on uh, in the previous episodes and we are going to keep continue with that, having guests on uh, folks that are working on some of these collaborations actually that we talked about today, um, other artisans, uh, and just have them join the conversation. And I think they've, um, Hopefully, can share some a unique perspective because you know me and Jared can talk about uh, the consumer side, uh, and sometimes hearing behind the scenes, even just the, the journey the artists have um, from launching a product um, to um, you know various, various aspects uh, of, of business and whatnot. Uh, I think it'd be really interesting to. Um, kind of be able to share and, and to hear from, from the what you know, for a wider audience. But Gerard, how, so how, yeah. Uh, I'd love to hear how, how has this leather talk experience been for you so far?
1: Um, yeah, it's, it's been quite surprising. Um, I know that uh, since we, you know, because we've really only kind of been chatting with each other since September, like, you know, maybe like that. So it hasn't been that long. And so um you know, uh, for, for us to kind of do this, you know, uh, I I had really no expectations. Um, you know, uh, as far as like watching, um, wet shavers on YouTube, I watch a few, um, I didn't know, you know, would people even be interested, um, in kind of a long form podcast about, you know, like men's grooming or, or wet shaving in particular, um, would the response be, um like would one person listen would you know one person just like tell us in the comments like go away you know and um every, it's been everything but that you know um and even you know with a, like 100 200 views you know like that's that's way more than i was expecting um having you know people like just write out whole perspectives you know like like in paragraph form in the youtube comments you know is just it's just really encouraging um and it's something i wasn't expecting so so early on you know um i think this is what likely to be like episode six or seven or something like that like you know like in in the line of things and um and already to kind of just like have that is is just really encouraging um so Yeah, in the next year I am definitely excited. We're just talking with um, other people in the hobby, whether it's artisans, you know, themselves, um, designers, uh, just other people, you know, like maybe we'll get like a a person uh, completely oblivious to this community and, you know, maybe we'll we'll, kind of like pick their brain. Is this something that, you know, they've ever thought about? I don't know, Um, but, yeah, I'm definitely excited for uh, what 2020 is gonna is gonna bring because I don't think there's any shortage of of topics to discuss. Um, you know, we've talked about how we're kind of in this uh, golden age of wet shaving and and, and whatnot, and I still I don't even think we peaked yet. I still think you know it's uh, we're very much in the middle of it, and um, we're gonna be enjoying the fruits of all, all of the labor of, uh, that artisans continue to put out there. And so, um, yeah, I just want to, you know, just, just say how thankful I am, how grateful I am, you know, for this opportunity.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing that. And really, yeah, it's, it's been, you're right. We actually haven't been talking too, too, too much. Um, became friends over Instagram of all places, but, um, I just really enjoy our conversations. Uh, are you know different takes on things, and even it's been you know it's it's been really cool to hear about um, d- different starting points for various things, even different pre- yeah you know, different preferences. So hopefully uh, you know we're giving you guys um, different stances on on things. But you know if you disagree with any takes that we have, you know don't don't be a stranger. If you agree, you know I I know that you're people are more likely to chime in then, but we do like a healthy debate. I think one day we'll hit a topic where we'll just be on the polar opposite side of stuff. And I look forward to that day. (laughs) Um, Not that we're going to go, you know, um, again, to fisticuffs over anything shaving related, but uh, (laughs) I I do, I do really look forward. I'm curious if you have, uh, I, I know I didn't, Kind of prep you on this before, but I'm wondering if you have like one or two um, wet shaving related predictions for 2020. Hmm. We can it's, maybe it's, pon- pontificate on that a little bit because I feel uh, like it's, a, okay, it's, okay, okay. it's a very okay, New Year's. It's so, a very New Year's thing to do.
1: All right. I, I um I I have one. Okay. Uh, Gillette will release a brand new safety razor new design in 2020. Okay. Brand new design. Brand new design, not, not a rehash, you know, they're not gonna, um, we talked about the heritage in our, in our first episode, Yeah. but I think that that'll be my thing that it, they'll release a, a, a limited edition on Amazon as well. Okay. I, that that might that might be the big one. I can still think of a couple. If if you have a couple, you know, I'll I'll think of a, if I have any more.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I th- I think that that's a great one, and, and I like how you tied it into uh, yeah the first episode that we re- recorded. Um, let's see for me prediction. I mean that that's a pre- I really like that. That's that's gonna be hard to beat <laughs> as far as uh, a tangible prediction.
1: Gillette, I, if you're if you're listening, yes, okay, yes. just 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 let you know. You know, just let, uh, if you're, if you're listening, if someone out there is listening over there, uh, I, I'm telling you, it'll be very well received. It will be sure. very well received. And For if sure. it does happen, you heard it, you heard it here, folks. Okay. You heard it from me first. Uh, I'm not an insider at Gillette, you know, uh, or anything like that, but you heard it here. That's my prediction. That's my hot take.
0: <laughs> um. I, I thought of one, and this is this is a softball because, and we've mentioned this before. But I think we're gonna find, oh, sorry, uh, we're we're gonna see more collaborations uh, between soap uh, artists and soap makers and niche perfumers. I think that's definitely that's that's more like a prediction, a trend. Um, I, I don't have to say like it's gonna be like six <laughs> or so like, but um, I, I think that's the direction we're going, and we can expect to see more of those.
1: Yeah, I I I think that's that's a, both a safe prediction, um, and and it's nice because you're seeing. I think you'll see. We already know of niche perfumers like working uh, with with soap makers at the moment. Um, I mean, I mean, I, I don't th- I don't I don't think it'll happen anytime soon. But can you imagine just like a designer brand retailer? Um, and things like that going with a, with a, with a company, you know, to do like their, their soap, uh, um, wet shaving products, Mm -hmm. you know, and things like that, that, that would, that, that would, that would, you know, that would be the big, the mic drop of mic drops, I guess, uh, you know, in that sense, but we'll see. I, I, but yeah, I I think that's a, that's a good one as well.
0: Yeah. I I mean, I can, maybe I, I should push it a little bit. Um, so th- this is like a wish list a thing I, I hope to see in our lifetime, but um, uh, imaginary authors, a specific niche brand an indie house, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I think folks have been asking for a col- collaboration for a while. And given that their latest release called telegramma was, is inspired by old school aftershaves. So this is a scent that's, I haven't smelled it myself yet, but um Given that Telegramma, uh, Imaginary Author's latest release has kind of notes of lavender, talc, inspired inspired by aftershaves, Um, no better time would there be to do some sort of collaboration than to, you know, push that. And I mean, there's other scents from them I love, but I feel like that's a little like a, a teaser, you know, it'd be silly not to just jump in with both feet.
1: Yeah. But we'll see. 2020, 2020 is going to be very interesting. All
0: right, guys. So uh, that'll do it for this episode. Those are our predictions. Uh, Gerard has a great, bold prediction. I have a less <laughs> one that's less so. But either way, we want to thank you so much for uh, listening all the way through. Uh, again, if you guys have anything to add to the conversation, agreement, disagreement, things you want us to talk about in the future – please let us know either in the comment section on YouTube or via email at at leatherhogatgmail.com. So from both me and Gerard, we want to wish you guys a happy new year, happy holidays, and we'll catch you next time. Take care.